Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today, I want to draw your attention to something very important. Amen. And um, the reason why I'm saying I want to draw your attention to something very important is that sometimes, sometimes you can forget that in terms of Christianity, in connection to salvation, in connection to the church, in connection to God, it's about Christ. It is very easy to forget that it is about Christ. And it's a real danger. In fact, the longer you be in the church or the higher you go in the Lord, the more danger you are. Yes. Yes. You see, one of the things we, we see in the church that sometimes blow our minds, sometimes we don't, we always talk about it, especially as pastors, is that, don't get me, sometimes see people who are faithful in the natural, in the church, and they don't get certain breakthrough. And it's like somebody who just come, accept Christ, blah, 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 gets breakthrough. The reasons are different, is there are different reasons. But the general reason is sometimes the people who are faithful and things, everything about God becomes like a ritual for them. They become familiar. They even forget that it's about God. It's about Christ. While the person who come is new to him or her, so he's able to see that everything is God. First time he saw somebody being healed of leg instantly walking. First time he saw somebody falling down. To him, this is God. This is powerful. But you've seen it several times like, ah, again. <laughs> you don't even see God in it. You see, so it's very dangerous. Amen. Very dangerous. So today's teaching is to remind us, remind us that it is about God. Amen. But I won't center on God. I will center on Christ. Amen. I'll show you the reason why I will center on Christ. Because you can't get to God without Christ. If I tell you about God without Christ, you won't get God. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, it is about Christ Jesus. Never forget. It's about Christ. It's about Christ. So, I believe the first thing we must remember this year, as you people said, in-house, is to remember that it's about Christ. Because truth be told, sometimes when you look at how people who say they are Christians, if you look at our attitude, our priorities, the way we go about things, you could tell it's not about Christ for us. Even though what we are doing, we claim it's about Christ. You could tell, listen, 
because if it's about christ you can't do it or you can't have that attitude or you can't go about it like that and anything you do in connection to god in connection to christianity in connection to your salvation and you don't see the christ behind it you won't get anything it's in vain it's become a ritual that's how dangerous it is so it is about christ let's read our first scripture in hebrew amen hebrew chapter 12 verse 1 to 2 amen so you must see behind the man of god you must see behind the church building you must see behind the song you must see behind the offering the tithe you must see behind the prayer and know that it is about christ amen amen hallelujah i remember when i became a pastor within my first year hey today people will come tomorrow they won't come they will come and i was speaking one man said oh every day call call them the night before the service so that they will if they forgotten they will be aware but i thought i said hey does that mean all my life as a pastor I have to change people to come? <laughs> Can I do that? Mm. I just realized that I can't do that, so I didn't do it. Mm. I said, I'd rather pray those who want Christ should come. Imagine every if you have to call people with the mind that I'm reminding you, even though I won't say it, I remind you that the next tomorrow is service. <laughs> Imagine. Amen. Amen. Please read it for us. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Amen. The only reason why we read this, how much it's, it has a lot of things, but I'm just interested in fixing your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and what? The perfecter of what? Your faith. Amen. Other versions say, look unto what? Jesus. Amen. Look unto what? Jesus. Jesus, who is what? The author, author and, and finisher, finisher of, of your faith. faith. I prefer that one. So it's three command, one command and two reasons. So he said, look unto Jesus. Look unto Jesus. Why? Because he's the author mm-hmm. and the finisher mm-hmm. of your faith. Author means he brought it about. It's about him. He orchestrated. He shows what happens. Who becomes successful. You see, an author of a book, he yes. alone determines what happens yes. in the book. An author of the movie script, he alone determines who dies, who becomes rich. Mm-hmm. Do we get it? Yes. So Jesus is the author and finisher of what? Our faith. When we say our faith, anything we believe about God or what, anything connection to what? Christianity. Do you know our name itself is people of faith? Another word for Christianity is faith. Faith. Mm. Sometimes when I see people, I ask them, are you in the faith? People mm. that I know they are Christian. Are you in the faith? Amen. So in other words, he's saying 
we should look unto Jesus, who is what? The author and finisher of Christianity, of Christians, of people of what? The kingdom of God. So he didn't say, look at the pastor. He didn't say, look unto prayer. He didn't say, look unto what? Fasting. He didn't say, look unto what? The worship leader. But he said, look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of faith. Many Christians are not looking unto Jesus. You can tell. The way they are running about from place to place, from church to church, from man of God to man of God, is the greatest sign that you are not looking unto Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Because if you are looking unto Jesus, all you need is a place that Jesus is. Mm. A man that he or she is a servant of Jesus. Amen. One lady joined the church from nowhere like one day we were talking from nowhere and he said to me the reason why she stopped her church was the church she stopped before coming here okay to understand the story i met her on the street through jesus she was going through some turbulence and god used me to give her a miracle and she said that she would come to church she never came so maybe after eight months then she came she started coming and when she came she said to me that the reason why she just she stopped the church meaning after i met her she was she went to another church was because the pastor he and a man are living together they are not married and the pastor said to her that go and marry and she she told me i don't know she said the way the pastor said it she didn't like it. That is why she stopped the church. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything. I said, okay. And as she was talking, she told me that her church, before that church, she stopped. She was in that church with one of his baby's father. Amen. And, 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 and that one too, the, she was in the choir and they said, because they are not married, she should step down. And that's why she what? Left. So, but she's telling me, so it is okay. But that, guess what? The lady was in this church maybe for more than a year or two years. She stopped this church. Do you know why she stopped this church? Because her son was going mad. And I took, she called me to take the son to the psychiatry. Because no one would do that. And the son would not go with anyone. Even when the ambulance came, the son didn't go. Amen. Police came, the son didn't go there. Police said they can't force him because he's an adult. I prayed, I prayed, and finally the son said, I should come and take him. So I took him when they examined the son. This is, I think it's 23 or something, 25. Um, they told me after examination, they examined him one on one. And they told me that the man, the boy is not mad, even though he's about to, but it's family issue. And his main issue is that the mother has brought a toy boy in the house. Uh-huh. That's, that's the word they use. I want you to understand where they use. So when I took the boy back, I told the mother that this is what they told mm. me based on whatever they did with your son. So this is what they told me. Then I said, based on what they said, me, I don't, whether it's true or not, it has got nothing to do with me. But based on what they said, if next time you should date any man, don't bring the man toward the house. The next day she called. She was offended for me telling her this. And she stopped the church because of that. So you could see what I know. Mm. She has stopped three different churches because of the same issue. 
Amen. And now she's in another church. Is she searching Jesus? Is he looking for God? No. Does he see God in the church or in the pastor? Mm. Definitely no. Because except where you are going, God is not there. Mm. Because God doesn't have two rules. When you read the Bible, the Bible, it, you see, the Bible mentions sins, but you can read the Bible. He mentioned the sin of fornication than any other sin. You check your Bible. That's particular sin. He mentioned than any other sin. You understand? So what I'm trying to say that you could sleep, say this is a typical example. She's not looking at God. Mm. But she claims she's looking at God all along. She claims she loved God. She even wanted to sing. And I said, you are living with a man. You can't sing. I can't let you muddy the waters. All we have is the spirit of God. We can't drive him away. She was offended in front of me. Jesus answer campaign. She told the team that she wants to join the choir. I said, I will not let her join. And one of the sisters, I don't know whether you were there or not, said, oh, pastor, why don't you want her to join? So I have to spell out everything to them. Because you are trying to black, you understand, in front of them. Meanwhile, you know between me and you. Do you understand? So what I'm trying to say is that many Christians are not looking up to God. Many Christians, everything about Christ, they don't see Christ. If you listen to our conversation, our decision, our choice, our future, for many a times, you see, we don't even consider God. We, we are not looking up to. But Hebrews say, look up to Christ. Why? Because he is the author and finisher of Christianity. So everything about God, everything about Christ, anything that you are saying is God or connected to God, you must see Christ in that or behind that. Other than that, you will lose out. Other than that, the same thing that is meant to save you, you reject it. The same thing that God is bringing, you reject it. And that is one of the greatest challenge. It is one of the greatest challenge. John chapter 4, 14, verse 8 to 10. John chapter 14, verse 8 to 10. It is the 9 that I want, but I want us to read 8 to 10. Amen. So when you read the 8 to 10, Jesus clearly says, anyone who received him, who, who has seen him, has seen what? God. So to see God is to see Jesus. When you see Jesus, you have seen God. Amen. Amen. When you see Jesus, you have seen God. Therefore, what it means that what it means that to look up to Jesus as what the author and finisher of your faith is looking up to God. Aha. Uh-huh. Please read it for us. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. John chapter 14, verse 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that we will and that we and that will be enough for us. Mm-hmm. Jesus answered, Don't you know me? Philip, even after I have been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Amen. So Philip said, God, show me, uh, Jesus, show me God, the Father in heaven, capital F. Show me God. And you could even say, you could say, Jesus was offended. Because he said, don't you know me? Mm. It's like mother saying, pastor, show me the pastor of the church. That's what he said. So he said, why don't you know me? Mm. Anyone who sees me has seen what? The father. Mm-hmm. father. Anyone who sees. And he wasn't saying for fun because if he should continue to read, he went on to explain because he said, I am in the father and the mm. father is in me. Mm-hmm. 
You see, God with Jesus, God was not in him by the spirit. He himself was in God and mm. God was in him. They were united. Remember, he was made, he wasn't made of sperm. He was made of the word mm. of God. Uh-huh. Me, I'm, every human is made up of half sperm. Uh-huh. And half what embryo, isn't it? Yes. But Jesus is made up of half embryo and half word, the living word mm. of God. You, you, you understand? So yes. today we say he's a hybrid when he was on earth. <laughs> Amen. But I said, when you see God, you have what? Seen see the what? The Father. Mm-hmm. So to look up to Jesus is to look up to God. Yes. If you want to look up to God, is to look up to Jesus. Yes. When you read John again, or Colossians, let's, or John, let's read John because we are in John. The same John 14 verses. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah. no one, not the word, no one comes to the father except through me Mm -hmm. so if i really want you to find god i must introduce jesus to you if i introduce god to you you will not find god no yes you might find superstition Mm -hmm. or demons Mm -hmm. because no nothing will lead you to god the only thing and the only way and the only person is christ yes you see that's why when we go campaign we don't say god we just Mm -hmm. say jesus the answer because we want to lead you to God. Mm-hmm. But the only way is Jesus. Yes. Please read it for us. John 14, verse 6. Mm-hmm. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So Amen. The, no one comes to Father. No one comes to God except through Jesus. Mm-hmm. So to look up to God or to look up to Jesus is to look up to God. Amen. But the main point I want you to understand is... Look up to Jesus because he's the author and finisher of your faith. Amen. 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 When you read Colossians or Philippians or Colossians chapter 1 verse 15, it says Jesus is the invincible, is the image of the invincible what? God. So you want to see God is Jesus. Amen. Remember the Bible said no one will see God and live. So the only way you can see God is to see Jesus. That's why I see many people have visions where they've seen Jesus, have dreams where they've seen Jesus, but not God. Because he's the invincible image of God. Amen. Please read Mm. it for us. Colossians Mm -hmm. 1.15. Hallelujah. Amen. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? Amen. He was talking about Jesus. He said, this Jesus, who is what? The image of what? The invisible God. Amen. Amen. So to look unto Jesus is looking unto God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. We read all this thing to show you that, so that when in case you are thinking, what about God? What about God? Is that is God. Yeah, it's like when I want to bring you from, let's say, Barbados to United Kingdom, and you're a Barbados citizen, all I have to talk about is a visa for you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When I get you the visa, you mm-hmm. come. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All I have to talk about is what? Visa. That's all. Not, not plane tickets. Mm-hmm. Not even the aircraft. The visa. Mm-hmm. Because you can have plane tickets, and you still will not come. No. Uh-huh. If you can even have private jet and you not come. No. But when you have visa, you can even come by boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So he said, look unto what? 
Jesus. Yes. So the point I want to make that you to know that when you are praying, you are praying to God. You are praying to Jesus. Look behind. Not to please pastor. Not to tick the box. Other than that, become a ritual. Yeah. If I'm talking to you as a pastor, look beyond that. That I'm a servant of Jesus. Look that Jesus that is behind me, who has sent me. Other than that, you will lose. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. you will lose. Yes, you will lose. Yes. Because the way, the, okay, let me put it like this. The dimension that you receive me shows what you receive from me. Yes. Yeah. So when you receive me as a pastor, mm-hmm. the Bible says you receive a pastor's reward. reward. And when you receive me as a friend, you receive a friend reward. Yes. A friend cannot impart you. Nope. You see, but you can receive me as a pastor and receive me as what? A friend. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when my wife is talking to me, she, you could see talk to me as a husband. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong. You, you understand? Sometimes she's even rude. Oh. Amen. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> you understand? Which is not a problem. Who am I? But you see, there's nothing wrong because you know she's talking to the husband. Maybe the husband has offended her, right or wrong, or you know, or maybe I didn't meet her standard. You understand that? So it's cool, you see. But when I begin to talk things of the spirit to him, things pertaining to God, pertaining to the faith, and he still look at me like an, a husband, she will lose out. She will lose out. The same thing that I would do for her will not work, but I'll do for others, it will work. You, you, that's what I mean by the dimension. Sometimes, like my children, you could see I'm just a father to them. Which is true, I'm just what? A father. But there's a place they must receive me as their pastor. Mm. Other than that, they will lose out. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see, so you have to see behind the man. You have to see behind the offering, like coming to church attendance, with fellowship. But if you are coming because of pastor, you are coming so that the pastor will be praying for you. No, no, you have to see behind that. That Christ requires us. Christ requires us. If you are giving the offering because of the pastor, because of the church or the tithe, it is wrong. You will lose out. You have to see behind it that you are giving to Christ. You are giving to God, the church of Christ, for his kingdom. Amen. That is what it means. Look unto Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's, what it, that's what it means. Many people only see it as look unto him for food. No. Look, if you know this is gathered, we've gathered in the name of Jesus. Jesus, your attitude, everything changes. The excuse, see, one lady I was speaking to, she, I met her, hey, God. <laughs> you listen to me, listen, and I met her just this Thursday. She comes here sometimes, prayer service, and things. I mentioned this, I said, oh, it's been a while, I said, yeah. And the last time she came here, she had an issue. So we even prayed about the issue. And when I met her, so the issue, the case is going to court on Wednesday. Listen, on Wednesday. And he said, so, so, so I'll come Tuesday for you to pray. <laughs> but if it doesn't rain, if it doesn't rain, she added that too. <laughs> and I mean, just this Thursday, I said, okay, we will look forward to you. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, 
I'm standing before God. I can't lie. Thou, thou say, if it doesn't rain. So even the Tuesday, if it doesn't rain. But he's, she's come because of her court issue. So you could see nothing. You even to think of Christ is far. Even me, he's not thinking about me. How for the whole month I've been able to maintain the church and carry on this work. That Tuesday I will not be sitting at Tesco. I also have the right to feel chef. That I'll be standing here. What, what I'll eat. She doesn't care about that. To think, because that's basic, isn't it? Mm. To think about God, Christ, the main reason why we meet here. The main reason why we meet here. And this is the problem for many. Pro like, as I'm preaching, <laughs> I don't mean you, but somebody can be preoccupied with what I'm wearing. Somebody can be preoccupied with my sentences, my grammar, my pronunciation. And we'll be taking and marking and underlying <laughs> all the wrongs. It's up to you. <laughs> you see, or, or, or someone, someone will not look at that. Will just seek to understand what I'm saying to get the message, the word of God, the look, the, the rhema word, the, the living word. And that is what makes the difference. Those are the things that make the difference. You must see Jesus in everything we do or you do in connection to God. In connection to the church. I use the church because the only purpose we meet here is only one. God. Finish. Finish. That's other than that. Listen, if we should meet online, which I know how I can wrap all of you, say it's a good idea to meet online. We'll be saving rent. We'll be saving all the difficulties. We'll be saving time, isn't it? So, and now, especially when we say let's meet online, it makes sense. But that is not the thing. Because it is required that we would leave our various places and come in person. You see, so once you come here, you see, 50% of the work is done. Make sure the other 50% you see Christ in everything we do. Everything you do pertaining God, you must see Christ. You, you must see Christ. When you listen to them giving example why they can't read their Bible, why they cannot pray, you can see that they don't even think it's about Christ. When, when I'm reading my Bible, I feel the presence of God. Sometimes I read my Bible as I'm reading it, I'll just break down, start cry, tears will just start coming. Because when I'm reading the Bible, I know I'm fellowshipping with God. It's not like reading. It's like manna. It's like living bread. Words of life. It's like today to have come to seek. Not like ticking box. Like God, you see, I've read the Bible. No, no, no. Sometimes one hour, depending on the book, I'm one hour, sometimes one hour, especially if I'm, now I'm reading the book of Mighty, one hour, I've read only about two chapters. Because sometimes the thing is so heavy for me. When I take it, I have to think about it, meditate. Other than that, you can read the Bible and it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. Some of the hardcore unbelievers are theologians. Yeah. How can a theologian be a hardcore? Because to him, the Bible is a steady book. It's not a living word. It's a steady book. So I'm trying to say that see Jesus in everything you do. Let's read some scriptures to show you that everything we do, we are to see what? Jesus in it. Amen. Amen. John chapter 8 verse 31. John chapter 8 verse 31. Amen.
So think of Jesus. Think. It's not, it's not, it's not in vain. Amen. It is Amen. the Christ behind it. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. John chapter 8, verse, verse 31. 31. Mm -hmm. then, Jesus, then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Amen. So who are those who are Christ's disciples? Those who continue in his word. He, continuing in his word is obeying the word continuing, ongoing. Obeying what? His, his word. word. Not those who know his word. Not those who cheer for his word. So every word of God that you are, you are doing, you must also have in addition. You are doing because Christ, your master says so. The word Lord means master. Say so. That is why you can't do it. You understand? If it was me, me, let's say, let's say it's an example, me, I would take the money and spend it. Why not? But I can't do it because it's Christ's money. I can't do it. So that is why whether you are watching or not, I can't do it. Be you, you understand? That's, other than that, if you are not watching, I'll do it. Yeah. But if I know, and if I know that it's Christ's money, whether you are watching or not, I can't do it. Because Christ neither sleep nor what? Slumber. You, you, you understand? So he said, those who what? Continue in my word. They are my what? Disciples. Meaning they are Christians. Praise the Lord Jesus. Look at Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 10. Amen. Philippians chapter 2. Or let's look at John 14 rather. John 14 verse 13. He said, Whatever you ask in my name, amen, that I will do, amen. John 14, amen. Hallelujah. Verse 13. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. John 14, verse mm -hmm. 13. Mm -hmm. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that my Father may be glorified in the Son. So when you are praying, it is because you are praying the name of Jesus that it will be answered. Amen. When Jesus taught us to pray, say when you pray, say our Father in heaven. You understand? Yes. But you pray in his name. Mm. Amen. So when yeah. you are praying, people pray and after they don't say in the name of Jesus. <laughs> wow. Amen. Amen. So in prayer, when we start here and we are praying, or when we come to pray, you must see that we are praying to God in the name of Jesus. We are praying to Christ. We, we are calling. It works. It works. Sometimes when people come to pray, they, they've come to pray. But you look at that, did you wonder, did they come to pray? <laughs> did they? No, they didn't. Sometimes they don't. They didn't come to pray. I've, I've stand here and praying. I've seen people going on Facebook. I've seen them here. I can see quiet, chewing gum, that after they'll come and stand and say, there's something in me that moves. <laughs> and if you pray and God have mercy and deliver them, they go, you won't see them again. The next time they come, that same person, after three months, say, I had the dream, cocoa cheese were coming from my nose, and since that I can hear voices. I'm saying true things. Cocoa cheese are coming from my ears, and I can hear voices. You go say that, no regard for God. They don't even see God in you, the man of God. Amen. Amen. Everything God, 
Why do we pray? Because he said, pray without ceasing. He said, everything by prayer. He said, whoever asks shall what? Receive. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord Jesus. Matthew chapter 10, 32 to 33. Amen. It says, whoever confess me before man, I will also what? Confess before what? God. If any man deny me before what? God, I will also what? Deny him before God. Many Christians hide their Christ part. Mm. Christ part. They hide Christ. They hide Christ. I've even heard Christians say to me, oh, let, let, as they are talking, I'm saying, oh, the Bible says, I, I beg, put the Bible aside. Let's put the Bible aside. If you say that to me as a pastor, it's like you are, you've crucified me. Because when you put the Bible aside, I'm nothing. I, oh, it's true. It wasn't bef- if I wasn't a pastor, you know, if you notice me. Uh-huh. So that's the truth. And pastor, what do I do? I just preach the word. And the things in the word manifest. It's that simple. That's my work. I'll preach this. I'll obey this. And what the word says manifest. Amen. Amen. So put, put, put the word aside. Let's, yeah, let's put that. Hey. <laughs> Please read it for us. Matthew chapter mm-hmm. 10, verse 32. Mm-hmm. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. Hallelujah. If you confess Jesus before men, he will confess you. But we can have conversation, we can have parties that there's nothing Christ in it. Sometimes the places we go to, nothing Christ, nothing Christ. In fact, over there, (laughs) they think we are one of them. But see, if you confess Jesus before men, it doesn't mean go and say, I'm a Christian, but meaning you shine your light before men. There are places you will not even go. Uh, because you know they, 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 will, they, will, they will try to stone their light. Because they don't like light. They prefer darkness. Please, you understand? The reason why we are reading this thing is just to show us that everything... You must look up to Jesus. You must see the Jesus behind that thing. If you don't see Jesus behind that thing, don't consider that thing in connection to God. You are free to, like football, you are free to play football. That's got nothing to do with Christ, isn't it? You are free to go for dinner, isn't it? That's got nothing to do with Christ. But don't, do you get it? So you are free. So don't pray and disconnect it from Christ. Not believe that you are kneeling or sitting or standing before a true person. Do, do you get it? Uh-huh. If you, you want to worship, worship. Know that you are singing to God. You know, if you are leading us to worship, no. If you are leading us to worship because you want to make sure that we are enjoying ourselves, you are failed. That is performance right there. That is not worship. You must lead us, know that you are leading us to sing to the Almighty. You are not even leading us to dance, but as the song is nicer and hot, we will dance. But if you come to lead us, cause us to dance, then you came to give us dancing. You didn't see the Christ behind. It's in the part you see, for example, Jesus said, don't be like the Pharisee. Because they pray as a show off. Therefore, they receive their reward for people knowing them. 
but you pray in secret that your father who pray in secret what will reward you so they are all praying but what is the difference the intention is what causes them to what so if you are praying because you want to lead us for everybody to know that you are eloquent you know how to pray you can pray hard you, you fail us and you fail but if you understand you are leading us to pray to god about the service to pray to god to lead us step by step guide then it serves the purpose when you, this is the same thing you are doing when you take christ out of it if it's connected to christ then you lose you lose for example he said if you give with your right hand do not let even your left hand what see other than that what you will receive the glory of men not from god but i said if you give and no one knows say your father who sees in secret will reward you so it's the same giving but the motive you see if i know i'm doing it for god changes it and if i'm doing it for you to know that ah, i give also changes it but i can give you for you to know so oh you know i'm doing it for god or i can pray for you for you to know but i want you to know that i've been praying for you which is it changes it please do we get it so i'm trying to say that see god behind it anything pertaining to god see god it's not just an offering you are bringing god's offering you are bringing god's it's not just a time it's not just a donation you are bringing donation for god's kingdom for the church of jesus the church of jesus the bible let's read that scripture the bible says the church is the body of christ and christ is the head of the church amen let's read it please mm. ephesians chapter 1 amen ephesians chapter 1 22 to 23 amen amen see it like that when you are coming to church come i know some of the people that come I mean, you, I'm giving all this example to broad our understanding. You, you, if you see the way they dress and they come to church, very stuffy, as if they are nothing. And if you see their pictures, eh, on Facebook, Instagram, the WhatsApp, this thing, eh, you see that when they come here, it's like they are going to their toilet, like nothing. I, I'm telling you, even the way they do their hair, they don't see God, they don't see Christ. They are not looking up to Christ as they are coming. It's true. I'm a pastor. I know what I'm saying. Amen. Like sometimes, those who, who say they are serving God, the way we have to beg them, the way it's like, uh, I don't have time. You don't want to serve. You don't see that what you are doing is for Christ. It's because of Christ. Mm-hmm. Other than that, your yes will be yes, your no will be no. See, even pastor's children are at the greatest danger I'm telling you, especially when you grow out in the church. Because you can grow out in the church and you are deceived. You are in the church, you are not sinning or, or anything. But you are disconnected from God. You don't see Christ behind anything we do. That's why some pastor's children can be in difficult troubles. The laying on of hands, the praying, the ministration, the servicing to you is just rituals. It's just because you've seen it. Uh, Maybe cry. You saw your father arguing before coming church service. So you are not happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm being true. But you must see Christ behind it. You must see Christ behind it. Please read it for us. To 1 verse 22. Mm-hmm. 
and to 23. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Amen. Amen. So guess what? He was talking about Christ. If you read the 20, but I don't want to read it. He's talking about Christ. And say, God, what? Christ is what? God placed all things under his feet. Place what? Everything under his feet. But that's not what I want. He said, God has made him what? Head. Head of what? The Head. church. <laughs> which is what? His body. So the church, the church is not the building. The people is the church. Is the church. You, you understand? And which is what? His body. So whenever you see a church of God and you don't see Christ, you lose out. If you don't believe that the church is of God, then you have no business in the church. Then you are better off to leave the church. You understand? Because, but the church there is the body of Christ. Amen. And guess what Christ said? Amen. In Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. He said, I will build my church. Amen. I will build my church. Amen. So this church we are talking about is Christ. Amen. We are individual what members of what? That body. He is the head. So if there's one thing, read the Bible, that Christ is building, building. Note, ING, not like I have built. ING, building, ongoing, is his church. It's his church. That's why when people, Christians, the world there, we will accept, we know that's how they are. When Christians are attacking their own churches, lying things, when they aside with those who want to scatter the church, you could tell they don't see Christ in the church. Other than that, you won't do that. If you try to attack your friend's home, home your best friend's home, don't you become an enemy? Yes. Enemy. Uh-huh. Please read it for us. Matthew 16, mm -hmm. verse 19. Mm -hmm. And I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. Mm -hmm. And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Amen. 16 verse 18. Say, I will build my church. Amen. I will build my church. So it is Christ. He is the church. And he is building the church. Amen. I'm connecting it to the church. Because for a Christian, one of the only thing that will stabilize you and help you grow is the church you belong to. Because the church is the body of Christ. See, when you move the church, when you move the church, if you are able to tell me one thing on this earth, I'll give you 50 pounds. I'll have 50 pound note in my bag. I'll give you 50 pounds. If you move the church, there's nothing, no organization or institution on this earth that his duties, purpose, priority is to win souls and do that things, serve the interest of God. You show me. Is it Red Cross or Barclays Bank or Tesco or the Irish government? Yeah. So everything for a Christian is your church. You see, it's the church that will convict you. It is the church that will empower you. It is the church that, in fact, the church will make you or break you as a Christian. The church you are in. But that's what Christ is building. So I'm saying this to say, so anything in the church, see Christ behind it. See, see Christ. I, I have people that 
when we used to have our own building, sometimes people bring things in. They bring things I have not asked for the church. And you could see, not like old things, but you could see things they have no need of. And I always reject it. It's like, we there, we are poor people, like rats. When you have no need of the thing, then you bring it. Even powder, that the white color is becoming brown. Like, all sort of. There are people when you, you talk about God's church to buy the equipment, not price you, don't, not price, but that the one that will do the job. Because you can buy an equipment and it won't do the job. It will be cost 90. Then you see, they are giving cheaper options. Like, but they, when they are buying something, they want the top they can get. It's God, they don't see Christ. They don't see God. But you must see God. Everything God. Everything Christ. Amen. Even the man of God, as I've said, you must see God. God, Jesus said, anyone who receive them, receive him. Yes. Amen. Let's read that scripture. Amen. Praise. Are you with me? Yes. Is it a good sermon? Yes. Very good. But before we read that one, let's read Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 to 20. I want to show this in connection to the church. Amen. You see, so the church... Because when we are talking about looking up to Jesus, the reason why I brought the church in is it is the only place that is meant, is meant to draw your attention to God. Mm. So if your church don't draw your attention to God, you are lost. When you go to Barclays, they don't draw your attention to God. At your workplace, they don't draw your attention to God. No. The news don't draw your attention to no. God. They don't remind you that there is God. Mm. They don't remind you of Christ. Many of us, our home does not even remind us of Christ. Because there's nothing in our home or no activity in our home that reminds us of Christ. You see? So your last hope is that the church will remind you of Christ by whatever is done here. So if it doesn't remind you of Christ, you are doomed. Oh, it's true. No, it's true. Am I lying? Maybe your own is different, but majority. <laughs> it's true. Some of you, till you come to church service, nothing cries. There are a lot of people like that. That's why I don't have my picture here. It's not, it's intentional. I don't have my picture here. When we used to have our own place, we used to have a chair. We used to have a very poor chair there. Mm. Empty. Empty. And whenever somebody new comes, it draws their attention. Why is that chair there? Because when they come new, they assume it's the pastor's chair. But if they realize that the pastor is sitting there, and I say, this is to remind us that he's there. He's here with us. He's here with us. And to remind me that he's here, that it is his church, that these are his people, that he cares for them more than me, that I'm only important to him because of these people. So the church is important if you want to look up to God. Sometimes you hear messages and the whole day you go, that message is either tormenting you or blessing you, isn't it? Whether it's tormenting you or blessing you, it brings your mind to God. And you hear it from the church. Amen. Read it for us, please. Matthew 18, verse mm. 19. Mm -hmm. Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. 
Amen. No, 20 to 20, please. Oh, 20. For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Amen. So note, where two or three are gathered in his name, Jesus said, that is where he is. Does that mean in your room when you are praying, he's not there? Eh? If he's there, then why did he say where two or three are gathered in, not only gathered, not gathered in his name. So you can gather and you will not be there. Yes, you can gather for other reason and try to bring in him. He won't be there. But you must gather because of him. Gathered in his name means because of him. Like this morning. It's because of him. We've all left our homes and come. We announced officially. I didn't say come for free coffee and what? Biscuit. For you to come and me preaching the word. It's, I told you that it is what? Church service. We are going. So we've gathered in his name. So he's here. That's why I, mean, I don't say come for free coffee. Because that's not why I'm asking you to come. No. <laughs> yeah. But the reason why I read this scripture to show you that he's trying to tell us that no matter what you do in a certain sense, when we gather officially in his name, in his name is because of him, by him, he's there, his presence, that you might not necessarily have that, even if you are praying or fasting. Because like we've gathered with him, the, the least he can do is just turn up and be quiet. Because if he doesn't turn up, then what's the point? So he said, there, there, I am with them. I am with them. You see, so then when we gather, everything must look up to God. Everything must remind you to look up to God. One sister used to be in the church. Is it like I'm preaching? This is this. Yes. <laughs> I, I finished. I, I, I was preaching. You know. Then as I was preaching, she was talking back. Yes. As I was preaching, she was talking back. And she, she was talking back that I, I could hear her from here. Physically. Physically. You see? And she said, why is that I'm using too much scriptures? Why is it that we are reading too much scripture? In the church, in church service. That sister, there is God who made me tolerate her. I tell you. I just decided to tolerate her because of family political <laughs> complex city. Yeah. He said, he said, no, you people, it's not funny because every such comment has the potential to make me or break me, to change me, especially when I'm struggling, when the church members are sex. Yeah, and when the church members are sex, the woman who came last week when she went, she didn't come again. You don't know whether it's the preaching or what. The other man who came didn't come again. And he said that you are using too many scriptures. But in the church, what should we read? What should we read in the church? Or well, I should just have read one scripture and tell you a lot of things. That one, Netflix is there. Just sit at Netflix. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, she said it to me. Not like all oh, this thing to me. To me. To me. <laughs> but... 
Jesus is the word. And we've left our home. If Don't get me wrong, but I, I will not be ignorant. Some of you are intelligent than me. Probably more educated than me. So you've not come here for that. You've come here for God. For God. Why should I leave God aside? Imagine me trying to teach you about doctrine. Doctor, like medicine. Is it possible? You even live here and not come again. Because you qualify more than I do. But the church, you forget about many people church. But that's what she said to me. And she claims she's a matured Christian. Amen. Amen. So where two or three are gathered in his name, there he is. So everything when we gather must remind us, must push our mind, our focus onto him. Everything. Everything. If everything you do about him, eh, you have it in mind, everything will bring a blessing. Even if a church, a church going to beach, and you are going as a church, and you do it with him in mind, pray about it, it will be a glorious day uh, for somebody. Always. Everything we do. Amen. Praise the Lord. So all I'm saying that, all I'm saying that, put your eyes on Jesus. Because he's the what? Author and finisher of your faith. Anything you do, think of Jesus. Or let me put it like this. Anything you do in connection to the kingdom of God, see Jesus behind it. If you don't see it, consider it as something natural you are doing. You see, no, there are natural things you have to do. But what I'm trying to say is that don't do anything pertaining to the kingdom of God and not see about it. There was a sister in the church. Sister again. Sister again. <laughs> <laughs> you see, there's a proverb that says, will you people understand this proverb? Do we know Calabash? Yes. Who don't know Calabash? Okay, do we all know Claypot? clay pot okay so the one who carries the clay pot he breaks it you understand so whenever someone breaks a clay pot it's because the person is what carrying it you understand you there you've never break what a clay pot because you don't carry so if the one who breaks it you try to condemn again uh, condemn the person because the person has break it you are worse because at least she carried it. But you, you didn't. You understand? So it's because these sisters, it's the sisters too that are more open to the Holy Spirit. They love Jesus the most. Many of them serve. So you know everything is in proportion. That's why many of them have the story. <laughs> so not like they are worse, but because they are the majority. Do you understand? They are carrying clay pots. So every now and then one will break because you trip and <laughs> you understand so sisters you are very good though. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I said this sister this sister will give excuses maybe she's, she won't come to church and she'll give Charlie excuses and sometimes even the excuses are ridiculous you see yeah and this sister one of her slogan is as for me God really know who I am God knows that. As for me, 
I love her, him and I will do everything for him. This sister has not come, and I mean it, has not come to church for, not four weeks, four service continuous, ever. And she will give a lot of excuses. One day she called me. She, listen, she called me. She said, I can't come to church. I am very sick. I can't even what? Walk. Amen. I said, okay. The next Monday she called. She called on Sunday. The Monday she called. And she said, my sickness is worse. So tomorrow I can't come to church. And I'm thinking, ah, wait for even tomorrow to what? Come. So I said, okay. So that was it. Now, we were living at South Credit. The sister worked at West Credit. She lives far. So in the morning, after speaking to me about two hours time, I have to go out of the house, which I hardly go out of the house. I moved my car, I was going. This was the sister crossing the road to work. Yeah. That one, I know it is God. Because the way that sister behaved, God want me to see. And I waved her, she saw me. Yeah. 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 So it means all along, she doesn't have God in my mind. Why lie to me? You can simply say, oh, I, I'm not coming to church today. I'll say, okay, or maybe I'll say, oh, why? Why? And so maybe one or two. You just say one or two. I'll say, okay. <laughs> but the way she carries herself, you think an angel. I saw her. She didn't come to church for like almost two weeks before she came. And when she came, she sit down, frown her face as if the whole world is cramped. You know, shame. It's what I remember she was sitting there. You see, but the point I'm trying to make is, you could see that Christ is not the focus. In dealing with Christ, in dealing with matters of Christ, in dealing with God, if you are not dealing with God or matters of God, it's fine. even though not ideal, but with God. So what am I saying? Hebrews chapter 12 says, fix your eyes. Fix it. The word fix means what, when you fix your eye on something, whenever the thing moves, you what? Move. Fix it on Christ. Meaning, anything you are doing, anything you are involved, try to see Christ in it. Will Christ approve of it? Is this the way Christ wants you to do? Will Christ be there? Is it for Christ? Will it benefit Christ? You have to. That is what makes the difference. Believe me. That is what makes the difference. Benihin said, a pastor invited him. The pastor has got cancer. And the pastor invited him that come and have healing service in the church. Then pray for me that my cancer will be what? Gone. And he said, so he went primarily because of the pastor. And during the healing service, the pastors were on stage. The moment he tried to go and pray for the pastor, God would say no. The moment he tried, he would say no. Now he has ministered, he could sense that challenge. It just closed. Just closed. And he said, each time that he would look at the pastor, the pastor is like this. 
The moment he tried, God would say no, so he stopped. So he was just about to say, like, close the service. Just about to close the service. Like, he's even closed the service. Now he turned, he looked at the pastor crying. Tears were dropping. Then he heard the voice say, now, go. Now I am real to him. So, and he went to pray for the pastor. Okay. So it means that all along, when Benahim was ministering, he didn't see Christ. He didn't see that what was happening is God. He was seeing that benefit. He was wondering, maybe why you, or what techniques, or what this. But he said after the meeting, when he went and he asked the pastor, he said, why were you just watching me? Because mm. he said he doesn't like it when people stare at him like that. When he's... And the pastor said, I was offended about your flamboyance. You know, Benny, he you wear a ring, you wear a gold chain, you see, he will even wear, sometimes wear those early days, he wear, you know, gold like this one, I have to get one, isn't it? <laughs> he will wear it, and his ring to stand out, you see, the pastor, he said, the pastor, I was offended because of your flamboyance. He, he almost lost his miracle. God, you see God, God, in what is about God, what God is doing, you will lose out. You will lose out. So it is important, church. I beg you. It is important. If you will not remember anything, remember, fix your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Jesus. He's the author and finisher. The meaning, in connection to your faith, he will decide. Everything is dependent on him. He's the author and the finisher. So nobody will come and finish it. Please, are we getting it? Mm -hmm. We'll read our last scripture, then we go, because it is important we read this scripture. Amen. 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 God is good. All the time. Okay, let's read our last scripture. Amen. Mm -hmm. Let's read it. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> Matthew chapter 10, 42. Chapter 10, 42. Matthew chapter 10. Hallelujah. Last but one scripture. <laughs> Matthew chapter 10, verse 42. Mm -hmm. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. Amen. Amen. So he said, if anyone anyone not the word anyone give even cold water to any of the little one who is his disciple hmm. other verses say because in my name he will not lose what his reward so you see that it's not just the giving but the person and the reason of giving mm -hmm. if he's involved it's because of him you will know what lose yes. out amen so our last scripture in John, John chapter 13, verse 20. 13, verse 20. I'm reading this because anything pertaining to God or to Christ Jesus will have to do with his servant. There's nothing on this earth that God does or God is doing or God will do without a man, a human being. Amen. Amen. Um, you can search through the Bible. Uh, one of the striking 
statement God made. Uh, the Bible says the people of Israel in Egypt started praying to him for deliverance. And Bible said God came and God said, I have come to deliver you from what? Slavery. But he went to call Abraham and said, come and go and deliver my people for what? Slavery. Abraham said, I will not go because I'm not what a Eloquent. good speaker. Mm -hmm. God wanted to kill him. You can't find the Bible. You can read it. He wanted to kill him for saying that he will not what? Go. Sorry? Uh, sorry, no, Abraham. Moses. Moses. It's you. The pro Meanwhile, God, you say you are coming to deliver your people. You've come to deliver your people. But he's going to find a man to do that. And the man said he won't go. He wanted to kill the man. Yeah. Why? Because without man, he can't do what he wants to do. He can't do what he wants to do. And even uh, Moses said to him, he said, you choose my brother. He's a better person than me. God said, no. Do you know why? Because the training and the investment that God has given Moses, Aaron hasn't received it. Forty years he was in the king's palace. He learned all the advanced knowledge of Egypt, which is today we say we were in Cambridge. And 40 years he was called. His call came at the age of 80. 40 years, the Bible says he was with the priest. His father-in-law was a priest. Another 40 years teaching about spiritual things. Now time has come, you say no. <laughs> am, I, am I not going to pick someone to teach all over? Read. He wanted to kill it. It's his wife. Bible says the wife cut his forehead and saved him. Amen. Amen. So, and when you read Judges, the Bible will say whenever the people of Israel cry to God, God sends a man to deliver them. Amen. When you read the Bible, you say, I sought for a man. So nothing on earth will be done by God without a man. So that's why me, there are value men than anything. Oh, yes. My, the thing I value most are humans. Every human being is valuable to me. I value human being than anything. And I mean than anything. Yeah. Because with one human being, God can stabilize me. Just one human being. God can make me happy with one human being. Oh, yes. God can bless me with one human being. Yeah. Just that I don't know who and who. Yeah. Read it for us. So, because of that, I want us to look at it. But let her read it first then. John 13, verse, verse 20. 20. Mm -hmm. Verily, verily, I say unto you, mm. he that receiveth whomsoever I send receiveth me. And he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. So, whoever, Amen. if you receive whoever God sent, it is Jesus sent, it is Jesus you are receiving. So if you reject the person, it is him that you are receiving. Because he sends people. He uses human. So the point is, many, many God, if you follow God, he will use many people for you. He will use your pastor for you. Amen. But always, always see the God behind the man. Never forget that. I beg you. Don't see the man. Always see of course, you will see the man. You cannot miss not to see the man. But never forget to see the God behind the man. So that you don't become familiar. So that you don't stop now looking at God. Now you begin to look at the man. That is when you have problem. If you don't also see the God behind the man, 
you must reject you will reject the man because he uses men so whoever receives the man i send receives me when you pray to god when god is coming through 90 percent of the time he will send a man to you the only thing is the man when i say mommy human be mankind might not be what you really envision do you know i met her i met her through her brother her brother recommended me to her and when she came she saw me do you know what she said <laughs> she said to her brother he said why have you sent me to this small boy what did you say young boy he didn't imagine what, what he had when he was coming what he was imagining it's like why this young boy and, and you, you mean this young boy you mean this young boy is the one you see that is it's natural you see whenever you see somebody there's a perception there's nothing wrong about it that's why i'm able to say it but it's what you make of it so he could have she could have just seen a young boy and maybe whatever god intend to do she will lose out or she could have, she can also see the man the god the jesus behind the young boy so as you are looking at the young boy you see jesus look unto me why are you dealing with the young boy because christ has sent her, him to you because you seek christ you understand look unto jesus his brother his brother we had a miracle service our first miracle service and we we're praying for people and his brother said <laughs> he said oh, perhaps i'm pushing the people down you see but on that day guess what i was praying for one person the person didn't fall backwards he fall he fell face down so face down you see i was holding like this face down you see i was pushing the person yeah i didn't know that after he was telling me <laughs> you see so i'm saying that you must see god because god will use men sometimes it's just that friend but he always brings you to your senses see the god behind that friend sometimes you won't like the person but he's the vessel you know that that person will always restrict you or that person see god behind him other than that you lose out there's nothing on earth that god will not do or god will do without man mark it nothing and i mean nothing on this earth because the earth is for man amen church what am i saying this morning i'm saying that everything pertaining to god whether by prayer offerings church attendance your dealings make sure you see god in the mind that think that this thing is god it is god uh -huh. it is god it is god it is jesus it is god it is jesus the keyboard you are playing for god you are not playing for daddy i'm just giving an example i'm just giving an example but I like to give real examples because we are real people. We have real problems. Uh -huh. You understand? It's not for daddy. Even though maybe daddy made you do it. But now know that you are doing it for God. You are playing for God's gathering, God's people to sing to God. The gathering in Jesus' name. So he's here. It changes everything. It changes everything. Like the camera. The same. Everything the same. One, one man, I have to say the brother to balance it. Alas, then we go. 
It's, I'm just saying, I learned this from Jesus. When he was preaching, read the Bible, he was always telling them a story. There was a certain man. There was a woman. Uh-huh. I learned it from Jesus. Bishop Dark is who opened my eyes to it. Uh-huh. When I started preaching for like my first year or two years, I didn't have any story. I used to, because I haven't experienced anything yet. So I used to preach, or uh, if anything, I'll say Jesus' story or Bishop Dark's what story. One day, but I realized now I'm saying stories that I've experienced. Yeah. So he was playing drum here, drum here. And the one who is leading us to pray, we say maybe drop the volume, increase it. He's offended. He can't do that. <laughs> Can you imagine? A grown up, yeah, and he tried. You, you, if you don't, even if you don't think of God, you must know that you are just complimenting the singer. But if you are aware that we are singing to God, you will not be offended. Offended that he shows so in the service. Yeah, in the service. And after to get audacity to talk about it complain about it. You are so wrong, you don't know you are wrong. You see, because we don't see God. So I'm saying that, look unto Jesus. He's the author and finisher. All you need is where Jesus is, who Jesus is, and who Jesus has sent to you most important. All you need is differentiate clearly. This activity is secular activity. This activity is spiritual activity. If it's spiritual activity, you must see Jesus in it. Other than you lose out. I beg you. And the author and finisher will give you a happy ending. Amen. Yeah. He will make you the broman. Do you know broman? So broman is the people in the movie right from the beginning. You know they will not die. No matter what happened. They will be heroes. We call them Brooman. <laughs> Amen. 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 The Saturday or so I was watching, no, I think this Friday, I was watching a movie and I saw this hero, the Brooman in the movie. I said, I, I want to be one. <laughs> I've forgotten the title of the movie. Do we remember the title? No, that's the Friday. The what? The Great War is a Chinese movie. Chinese movie. Hey, and this Brooman or this hero in the Chinese movie. Hey. I said, No, Lord, I will have to be one. <laughs> happy ending, happy ending. It is dependent on the author and the finisher of the movie. So when you look unto him, believe it. It's the secret. Look unto him. Look unto him. Even if you're offended, if you are tired. I'm offended, but because of you, because of because you say so, me I don't agree, but because your word says so, so therefore, no, no, and you will see the difference. Church, you've heard the word of God this morning. You know what this means to you. I just want you to rise up and just begin to pray in connection to this word. Amen. In connection to this word, pray, pray. Among other things, that God who is real should be real to you uh, and help you uh, that you fix your eyes on Jesus, uh, the pioneer and perfecter of your faith. Uh. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. 
For audio CDs, videos, books and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.